This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is one of your hosts, Melanie Wise, the Senior Director of Outreach here at Mercy. And I am Dr. Brooke Keels, the Senior Director of Counseling and Program Strategy here at Mercy. And we are so excited to be with you guys today and even more excited to introduce our guest for today's episode. If you've been listening to Mercy Talk for very long, um, you've probably had the opportunity to at least maybe hear one Maybe a couple of shows with our founder and president, but we have brought her back today uh, in the midst of what I'm sure you can all imagine is just a crazy life, a crazy schedule, a crazy to-do list. Um, we always love, love, love when she takes the time to be with us. And yes. so we have Nancy Alcorn in the house today. Yay. I love so, it when y'all invite me. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be good. Um If you're a long-term Mercy Talk listener, you know that a lot of times at the beginning of each year... We love to just come together and just spend a little bit of time reflecting on the previous year, which, whew, that could go a lot of directions, y'all, this this year. But um, we also like to talk about kind of what's coming, not just for mercy, um, but you know what we are learning from a lot of you is that you love hearing just about like what the Lord's teaching us, even on a personal level in our yeah. lives. And so um, we have Nancy on today to reflect a little bit um, on last year and on what's coming up this year for the organization. But also, Nancy, people love when you tell stories of just things that have happened in your own life and just what the Lord is teaching you on a personal level. People love hearing that. So yeah. we're just going to kind of head both directions today. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, and I remember, um, obviously, 2020 is over. Uh, I think if no one's commemorated that more than me. Um, but I remember when the pandemic first hit in, in the spring, and the Lord was really showing you some things, and you were able to share that at the Q Conference, which was amazing, mm-hmm. which was a nine-minute speech that was very impactful, and you literally ended on the second, which I felt like was like the first miracle of 2020 that yes. anybody could end it, like, at the second. Um, but, yeah. You know, what, you know what, Brooke? The, the, the crazy crazy thing is Brooke lets me call her Brooke and not Dr. Brooke, thank God. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, I do respect her credentials, that's for sure. That's kind and value her contribution as well as Melanie's. And it's these guys are just such a blessing. And this podcast is great without me on it. So whenever I get to be on it, I feel blessed. But <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, Brooke, it was harder for me. I'm used to doing like 45 50 minute messages. Yeah. It was much harder for me to put together a nine minute message mm-hmm. knowing that I had it needed to stop. Yeah. And you right had to at. make like a point within nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard. I was like, I'd yeah. still be saying hi to everybody. Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> not easy. It was so, but no. it was so good and it was really impactful. And I know what you shared was just really your position, the position of your heart. Like he was teaching you how to trust him. Um, not only with mercy, but also personally. Right. Um, I know you mentioned to me, uh, us extroverts had a hard, had to sit in our house and think a lot. <laughs> yeah. At so. first I was sort of rebellious, to be honest. <laughs> like, what do you mean I can't go to lunch with my friends? What do you mean I have to wear a mask? What do you mean I can't go to Starbucks? Like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it just, you know, and so... Basically, I mean, this is, this is a way overused term. 
almost a year from the time it started. Mm. But it wasn't so used at the point that I prepared this message. But God showed me this is a divine reset. Mm. And we've seen a lot of things reset. We've reset the way we do church. We reset the way we do work. We reset a lot of things. We've had to reset how we bring girls into mercy mm-hmm. in the COVID era. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't, we can't graduate five girls one week and bring five new ones in the next week. Yeah. So we've had to make tons and tons of adjustment, adjust months. Mm-hmm. But I will say that at first I was in the freak out mode, you know, and then it became quite evident that it was going to be longer than 15 days to <laughs> flatten the curve or whatever yeah. lie they told us. Oh, but anyhow, I mean, who knew? Yeah. But the, but the bottom line is that it came down to me having to surrender to the pause. Mm-hmm. It was, it felt like a divine pause and it took me saying, okay, God, I surrender to this. I give up my quote unquote rights to go to lunch, to go to dinner, to go socialize, to go to a party, to have a party. I mean, I give all that up. Mm -hmm. I surrender to this pause and I choose to look to you, uh, to, and, and maybe draw closer to you during this time. This is, I'm always complaining if you're like me. I wish I had more time to spend with God. Mm. I wish I had more time to be in the Word. I wish I had more time to pray. Well, all of a sudden, I have all this He's time. He's like, here you go. And then the Lord's like, okay, uh-huh. uh, maybe you should quit complaining uh, and actually use this time for what you've complained that you didn't have enough time for. Yeah. yeah. And so once I surrendered, it was like God's grace was released on me, and mm-hmm. I was totally fine. Hmm. That's awesome. With mm-hmm. being home, with spending mm-hmm. time with God. You know, FaceTiming sometimes mm-hmm. with people, sometimes not wanting to FaceTime because I kind of enjoyed not mm-hmm. having to get all <laughs> spruced up every <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> done do lots a regular of, call today. Done lots of Zoom yeah. calls with a nice top on and my life is good <laughs> pajama bottoms. <laughs> and I know I'm not the only one, so y'all quit laughing at me. That's yeah. right. That's right. I mean, I remember, Nancy, like very clearly a conversation that you and I had over the phone in those very early weeks, I think you were starting to prepare what you were going to do for Q. And we were just kind of chatting one day and we ended up talking a long time. I was in my living room. You were at home because that's what we were all doing. And I just remember at the time, I think, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, if you will. Like people can look back and go, oh, so this is what was going on last year. And like there was, I mean, it was a forced reset in many ways for a lot of people. Right. Um, but you on the front end of it, like those were the early days. And when you said, I just feel like this is what the Lord's showing me and this is what I'm supposed to use this time for. I mean, in those early days, that was kind of like, whoa, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. okay. And I think that was really inspiring for people. And so what I love about it is just that what you said is like, look, we're in this position that we don't really want to be in. And to be honest, there's some things about the life today that still has a lot of people in positions they don't want to be in right now. Right. But what you did in that moment was you said, I'm going to get the good stuff out of this. Like, I'm not just going to sit and wallow in like, oh, I wish life was different. I'm going to say, Lord, you have good stuff for us in this because yes. you promised it. So I'm going to get it. I'm going to go after it. I'm not going to wallow in self-pity. So right. that was that was big. And I think it's big for us to hear now. Yes. Um, even- and here's the point I'd like to make, Melanie, because uh, here you are, you're you know, happily married with a child and 
you know, you've been recently been through some tough family situations, which is not mm-hmm. my story to tell, but, but I remember at that, when I was preparing my cue message, God was saying, we are, we are all in the same storm, mm-hmm. meaning COVID-19, but we're not all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Cause here I am by myself at home single here. There's somebody else across town that's cooped up with like maybe seven children and, <laughs> Like, why in the world did I ever have this many kids to start with? And I'm going to kill my husband and everything. I mean, I, obviously, I'm joking. It was really Just intensified. An yeah, to yeah, yeah. Express it. No, but I realized. So we're 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 not all in the same boat. And I thought a lot because I used to investigate child abuse cases, and right. I thought a lot about dysfunctional families and 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 that that have issues of uh, maybe uh, abuse in their homes and how that, that would intensify those kinds of situations. Mm, And, you know, people that were having marriage difficulties, you know, either we're going to work it out or we're going to go our separate ways. I mean, if you have to be home together Mm -hmm. all the time, you have a choice to make. Yeah. You have have a choice to make. So I think God used a lot of it, but, but, but I wanted to just make the point in that talk and I'll make it today that if you're out there and you're single and you live by yourself, then you probably relate more to me than you would maybe these two that are on here with me that are married with children. Um, same store, but different boats, but we each have our own unique situations. And I would just say whatever boat you find yourself in, make the most of it to, mm-hmm. you know, spend time with God to to get in the word, take the time to call and check on somebody that you haven't checked on in a while, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you, maybe you want to write, do some writing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, me being, maybe you're an introvert and you love it, but, but for me, I'm an extrovert. And so I miss the social life. And now that we are being encouraged to open the country back up and, you know, I'm not afraid to go out you know, to dinner with my friends, if they, if they want me to wear a mask until I get to my table, I kind of think that's a little silly in some ways, but I do it because I choose to, you know, not go against what they're asking Mm -hmm. me to do. And I would encourage you to do that too, but don't, don't, don't let your life, don't be at home, you know, struggling by yourself. And if you need help, reach out because just recently somebody very close to me, I found out committed suicide and that's being uh, multiplied around the country with people that I don't know that I just hear about. Mm-hmm. And it, it's heart wrenching. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually have several people in my life that in this, in this COVID era have, have taken their life and it's mm-hmm. just been a tragic thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, we should be listen to the Lord. If he puts somebody on our hearts, we should pick up the phone and call them. Mm-hmm. And, and um, likewise, maybe somebody, has us on their heart and they're going to pick up the phone. I've had mm-hmm. several people pick up the phone and check on me and that's been greatly appreciated. And, and to me, it goes back to what, uh, the awesome, um, person, uh, one of the awesome people in my life that I look up to, uh, we're actually on a, uh, a board together. Uh, but John Maxwell, he says that we should add value to every person mm-hmm. that we meet. And one way we can add value is to be, take the time. To check on people. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. That it is. doesn't that's mean really go down the phone book and call everybody, but listen to the Holy Spirit and let God put somebody on your heart. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I would say that, which I shared in my Q conference talk is, you know, it's, it's hard. It was hard to be content, but the Bible says to be content in whatever state we find ourselves in. 
and to allow God's peace that passes all understanding to rule our hearts and our minds. So we need to take it back to the word and go, okay, I'm going to be content whether I'm home, whether I'm out, you know, whether I have to work from home, whether I'm on a Zoom call, like I would be happy if I never had to do another Zoom call the rest of my life. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zoom's going to tank after this is all over because everyone's going to be like, no more. I'm tired of being the Brady Bunch. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. That's uh, right. Um, yeah, I think, I, and I just would encourage, based on what you just shared, Nancy, you know, just last week on Mercy Talk, we focused that whole episode on, hey, guess what? Last year was hard on a lot of people, and this year's still kind of hard. And so we've got to set ourselves up for health. Right. A mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. So get intentional about your life. Where do you need support? That was one of the five questions we asked um, in that show was, where do you need support? And who are you going to reach out to? How are you going to get that? Yep. Um, big or small? And so um, I think that's just a really, really good reminder and a nod back to go listen to last week if you didn't listen to that that show. Um, that's good. I, I would be interested to know too, Nancy, just when you look back on last year, are there any things, either personally or mercy, that you kind of look back and you're like, man, the Lord moved in a way that I was not expecting or really surprised us here in either like provision or just in a way that he moved again, personal or mercy? Well, I will tell you that we, we were, we started last year in a really bad place financially. Mercy did. And, uh, so we had a leadership change and brought someone back that was our, uh, that's just excellent, uh, our CEO. Uh, she had to step away for two and a half years, so we brought her back in. And it seemed to bring a divine alignment to everything. She came back right about the time that the whole COVID thing hit. Mm-hmm. And we were just crying out to God, you know, to meet uh, our needs and, put us on the hearts of people and we made it a quality decision that we tithe as an organization and we made a quality decision, COVID or not COVID, we're not going to back off of our giving. Mm-hmm. And I didn't back off of my giving as an individual either. I continued giving tithes and offerings and we just watched God. Like there were people that we hadn't heard from in probably 10 years that started sending us checks from all over the United States. Mm-hmm. Wow! And it was amazing we also, on the other hand, we had people that called and had to stop their giving because they couldn't give mm-hmm. some at massive levels and they just had to stop. But, but it was like God says, you know, that what is impossible with man, what is, what is not possible with man is, uh, or impossible to man is, is not impossible to me. And we, and when God has promised us that if we give and we're faithful in our uh, giving, that he will see to it that our needs are met. And I tell you, I am in awe because we had the strongest year in finish in the midst of COVID that we've ever had in the history of Mercy Multiplied. This is the beginning of year 38. I just celebrated on January 15th. If you didn't see my post on January 15th on Instagram, go back and look at it or look at Mercy Multiplied. They reposted it. But I just kind of re-celebrate that day every year where I left Tennessee to go to Louisiana to start. Mercy multiplied. This is year 38. And, uh, I'm in all of the whole, everything that God's done, but think about all he's done in 38 years. And, and in the midst of COVID, we had the strongest financial year in finish that we have ever had in the whole 38 years. It's so wild. It's so wild it to imagine that. And you know what? I, I would just say, 
even again, as just an encouragement to people, you know, this goes back to like, we share this a lot at our uh, workshops, just your story and how in the midst of everything kind of like all odds are against you in certain areas. And you're like, this is what the Lord said. I will (laughs) not, I will not stray from what he told me to do, especially when it came to like the tithing and to not charging, you know, girls to come into our homes and um, that you've always been faithful to that. And the Lord has always provided. And we saw it this year because like you go back to March where we were financially, and I mean, then we knew a like pandemic we were, was coming. It looked like we were going under. I mean, and I'm like, no, Lord, you said that's right. If I, we do these three things. I so it, God says, put me in remembrance of my word. Well, that's not just the word that's written, although that's primarily what we need to put him in remembrance of. But also, when we know God speaks something mm-hmm. to us, Lord, you said mm-hmm. that if we would take girls in free of charge, that we would tie this a ministry and not take any government. Funding that restricts the freedom to share Christ. Mm-hmm. If we would yeah. do those three things, that we that all of our needs would always be met. Yep. So I'm putting God in remembrance, mm-hmm. like you said this to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and we're treading water at the beginning of COVID. Like how are we going to make the next whatever, pay the next bill? But we never miss paying anything. We're not in debt in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. None of that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Not even from yeah. 38 years ago. How in the world are you going to yeah. do that when you leave Nashville and you only have a thousand dollars in your pocket and that's because your friends had a going away party the night before? And yeah. I was 28 years old at the time. It goes back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 to me. Trust in the Lord. Even in 2021 with COVID, and maybe you didn't like, you know, some things that happened recently overall as far as the way the world's going. Everything still goes back. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will. Not He might. He will direct your path. Mm-hmm. Mercy Multiplied exists to provide opportunities for all to experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. Our residential program is for women ages 13 to 32, and our outpatient services are for women ages 13 and older. Both programs are voluntary, biblically based, and completely free of charge. Our goal is to help women in our programs permanently stop destructive cycles, discover purposes for their lives, and experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. If you or someone you know would like to apply to one of our programs or you'd simply like to find out more information, you can start by heading to our website at mercymultiplied.com. I I mean, I just have to tell you as as staff how, because this was obviously a hard year for all of us, but the way that he blessed Mercy was such a faith builder just for me personally, because in times of just is the Lord there? And we would get an email like, Hey, this person that's never given called and gave like all. And you're just, it was such a, I don't know, such a healing thing for my heart of just like God's people showing up and, and how much we truly each and every staff member are just so thankful for each and every donation that we get to continue to do what we do and serving, you know, the young women and that we serve, um, or just, or the women that we serve even at the outpatient, you know, and just Mm -hmm. all of that. So, it was um, it was not just for you. And there was a lot of times I was like, I guess I'll have a job because God said he was going to keep yep. providing to Nancy. And so right. like he was going to keep providing. And so people were like, are you good? Are you stable at work? I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep, I am. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, so I did the so same many thing. people asked me the yeah. same like, oh, I know you work yeah, for a you nonprofit. Work for a nonprofit. Yeah, yeah, how are y'all doing? I'm like. 
feel so yeah good. We're, we're fine <laughs> yeah. yeah so it was it was just incredible it's just so humbling um to yeah. but also just how your faith in that pours out to the rest of us you know as well so well anyway. we that's why we we uh wanted to have um uh, a leadership team meeting at the beginning of the year. And then actually we included all of our staff in it to let them know the faithfulness of God, because we have homes in various locations across the United States and also in other countries. And I found out that, that in Canada and the UK, they had the same type of thing happen. So we're Mm -hmm. just, we just thank God. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. And we also had the opportunity to help some people that needed the help. Uh, We were able to sponsor some inner city school children whose families didn't have enough food. We were able to provide for them. So we were able to, to, to give to a lot of people that needed giving too. So yeah. that was, and, and bless some ministries that were maybe not for whatever reason, not having the same amount of uh, success with their partners that we were having. So we were able to, to, to bless ministries that we knew needed the extra help. And that That's was right. really cool mm-hmm. too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, Nancy, we had a question that was planning to ask you, and I still want to ask it, although I, when I'm thinking through some of the stuff you've already shared, I'm like, we may have already kind of addressed some of this, but, um, just in case there's anything else that comes to mind, you know, um, we've talked a lot about the fact that, you know, just because we are in the new year, man, there's a lot of hope that things are about to start turning around. <laughs> but today, as of, you know, the date that we're posting this podcast, you know, there's things that are just, you know, still shut down things that people are wanting to be different, wanting to see change. And, um, they're just people who've had a really tough year. I know you, um, referenced my story. Mercy talk listeners know this because I think I even mentioned it last week. Um, in our uh, episode that, um, you know, we lost my dad a few days before Christmas to COVID. And so, you know, I'm interested to know, basically, I'm just saying, just minister to me for a minute here. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, for everybody no, who's Melanie, just in a... that's fair. Yeah. I mean, you've been through a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. And I know, especially when I'm looking at the numbers, I'm like, there are thousands upon thousands of people who are broken and hurting and have lost, you know, loved ones. And I'm just interested to know if there's anything, I know you said, reach out for help. If you, um, you know, if you find yourself just where you're needing help and I'm like, sign me up, I need some help right now, you know? And, and I'm like, I guess, is there anything else that's on your heart for people who are just still kind of in a dark place, a hard place, or just kind of like a grieving place or just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to hold on for hope right now. Well, I would, you know, if you're, we all have the ability to, to jump onto Bible teachers and, and pastors that, that we feel connected to that we know that really their message is really blessed. So if you're home and you're feeling isolated, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I have made a very strong commitment to keep my TV off. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. There's so much division and hatred and vitriol in our society today and people of different factions. And I just want to be able to, to look to the Lord and connect with, with people on a spiritual level and be at peace with people that maybe I don't see eye to eye with. Mm. And I would encourage, uh, there's, and if you're like, well, I don't know who to talk to. Well, there's, you know, there's prayer lines available. We actually have a place on our website where you can 
uh, post-prayer requests. And if you want someone to call you and pray with you personally, we would be willing to do that, too. Mm -hmm. So I don't want anybody to feel like they're all alone. But I do encourage you not to allow the enemy to isolate you from human beings. And please let your main connection point be God himself, first Mm -hmm. and foremost. Mm -hmm. But then out of that overflow, you know, a lot of times we can start feeling sorry for ourselves. And maybe what we need to do is is out of get with God and and have a a, let the joy of the Lord be our strength, get an overflow. And out of that overflow, start reaching out and ministering to somebody else. And whatever you sow, you're going to reap back. Mm -hmm. And that's not just money. Mm -hmm. That's love, that's blessing, that's prayer, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's so good. And I just encourage you, Melanie, I remember when my dad passed away. It was the hardest time of my life, and I shared in a previous uh, post. What was the name of that post, in case people Mm. want to go back and listen? I will find it. It's about reaching out. Don't be be, reaching out for help, Mm -hmm. you know, and that it's okay not to be okay. And when my dad passed away in 2001, it catapulted me into one of the most difficult times of my life, but yet it's the time that I grew the most because a lot of things came to surface and I ended up going to counseling for mm-hmm. seven years. Mm-hmm. And I'm conv- I'm convinced that if I had not been willing to do that, that somebody else would be running mercy today. That's right. That's right. That's good. And I think it's good just to go back again. I, I found myself even in this season in that place where I'm like, Lord, if I have to go through this, <laughs> I'm getting everything good. Like I don't want to miss a thing. And there, there is a level of intentionality that's required in that, you know, for you to just kind of like, I mean, there's a place for tears and crying. Don't get me wrong. But if you just want to just kind of stay there, you know, then that's your choice. But I'm like, I want to grieve when I need to grieve. I want to do the process, but I want to get every good thing. I'm after all the goods. And I want to remind everyone out there, if you're, if you're like Melanie and you've lost one of the people that you love the most in all of your life, uh, just remember what the word says, because I knew Melanie's dad and he loved Jesus Christ with Mm -hmm. all of his heart. And so to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And those of us that are left behind, it says, the Bible says, we sorrow. We have sorrow, but not like those who have no hope. Yeah. We know that we're going to be reunited and the, and the, the separation is very temporary. And for people that have actually been in comas, I have actually talked to people personally before that have been in comas that have actually been taken to heaven mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were given, you know, they were shown and they actually said that they found themselves not wanting to come back. Right. Mm-hmm, right. And, and God was like, no, I'm not done with you. Even yeah. young people want you to have a taste of the other side. So yeah. anyhow. That episode, by the way, was from October 1st, and it was just titled Asking for Help When You're Hurting. Um, so, yes. It was so if that's you right now, please go and listen to that, because mm-hmm. that was probably one of the strongest times I, that I've ever had with these two mm-hmm. on a podcast. I could feel the spirit of God throughout. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And I like what you said. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to choose to engage in with the Lord and the resources around you and ask for support. Um, and one of the ways people don't do that is that they feel a lot of shame that they feel sad or they mm-hmm. feel a lot of shame of what they're going through. And so kind of just shutting that down and giving yourself grace for mm-hmm. you feel how you feel. You mm-hmm. know, you don't like you said, don't sit in it, but 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 be intentional with it. Ask the Lord, assess 
you know, what do I need to do? Who, mm-hmm. who is it that I need to reach out to? Um, and like, I mean, we, we're all sick of screens theoretically, but you're right. We have access now to more church services, more teachings, mm-hmm. more, you know, anything than we've ever had. Um, and so there's so many ways to pour into your life. Um, and I'm with you, maybe turn the TV off. Mm. That's yeah. really, you know, that's one of the best things that I've yeah. done yeah. in yeah. January. Turn oh, off the man. TV. And I want to say one more thing too about the Q conference. One of the things that God was speaking to me about too, and then one of the speakers actually addressed this was we need to learn how to do how to do more with less, meaning reach more people with less money, find creative ways to do that. And I know that we, so the Q conference was supposed to be 2000 people uh, at the music city center. Mm -hmm. Well, it ended up being a virtual conference and because of that, the 2,000 people that registered were given four additional tickets. And mm-hmm. so what was going to be 2,000 ended up being over 10,000 people. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we, we didn't physically see them, but they saw us and they received the ministry from all those amazing speakers. And that was an example of doing more with less. And then we were motivated to start uh, providing uh, Keys to Freedom online. And we, and you, Melanie, you, you know how many, many more people we've been mm-hmm, able to reach mm-hmm. uh, virtually. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And if people, if you don't know what Q conference is, you need to go look it up. Um, I wish I knew the website right now, but you have Google, um, uh, but Gabe Lyons and then run it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is. <clears throat> it's really good. Um, I, I think just even as we're wrapping up today, I, you know, Nancy, if there's anything else, um, that you, would like to share or encourage listeners as we go into this new year, anything even that you're like, this is on my heart for mercy. And I mean, most of the people listening love mercy. So if there's some ways that people could be praying for mercy, praying for you, or just a word of encouragement, any sign off that you have as we go into, into this new year. Well, first of all, everyone that's listening to this, you're a giver to mercy. I want you to know that you are, we are praying that God will multiply blessings back to you for your giving. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, we have a piece of property in the panhandle of Florida that we're believing God to build a home on. And we've got to, to, um, raise the money because we we have a policy in our ministry that we don't go into debt to do anything. So we have to raise the money to build that home. And we're actually trusting God's timing in that. And, uh, we're going to have to raise quite a few, s- several million because, building a large facility like that is costly and then you got to staff it and run it and have the money to operate. So we're believing God for that. I'm not sure if that's going to be something that happens in 2021, but it's definitely on my radar of what we're believing God for. We've got all of our approvals in place. And so just don't let go of your dreams, whatever your dreams are, whatever your goals are, don't let, don't let the enemy tell you that COVID is going to stop your dreams or stop your vision. You know, it may, um, be challenging for the timing of things, but you know, trust God's timing, mm-hmm. even in the midst of that, and just give yourself grace and l- try to take it, you know, a day at a time and just make the most of it because mm-hmm. we're, we're all in this together. Like I said, different situations, different. We're not, but same storm. And, and I would encourage people out there to pray and believe God for a supernatural cleansing of the globe that this pandemic goes away Mm. and that people are not bound by fear or, um, or the, or, or tormented by the what ifs Mm -hmm. live your life and trust God. That's good. Yeah. 
and 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 you're Melanie. I want to say to you, because I know there are people out there that have probably lost loved ones like you did. Um, just you know, allow yourself. You're used to being uh, the one teaching keys to freedom and, <laughs> and 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 reaching out to the people and and allow yourself mm. to be one that others can pour into mm-hmm. during this time mm-hmm. because you know it's the rejoice with those that are rejoicing, weep with those that yeah. are weeping, and yeah. yeah, receive everybody's love, Melanie. Receive it. It is hard. And that is more difficult than we know. That's really good. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for being with us. We are as, you know, we always get really excited about it and try not to make it weird. We're just really happy that you're here. Um, and so, yeah, as we close out, thank y'all for being with us. Um, we know that you were blessed. Uh, Nancy's always encouraging and speaks straight to, I feel like every time I'm like, yes, that's what the Lord's Mm -hmm. been saying. So thank you so much for that. We will see you all next time on Mercy Talk. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.